Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Ben Standing's with us. Uh, usually on Mondays and Fridays, we missed him on Monday. He's jumping on with us right now at Ben Standing on Twitter. Subscribe to The Athletic, please, uh, and listen to his podcast, which is a good one called Standing Room Only. So uh, we talked a little bit at the beginning of the show just about Daniels um, and uh, have somebody on at noon who coached him as the OC at Arizona State. Uh, so we'll get that perspective. But you wrote this morning, Commanders could have a Drake May, Jaden Daniels decision to make it number two. So let's start there. Like, I think we, if things change, change, I, I get it. But Justin Fields unfollowing the Bears on Instagram a lot of the NFL punditry, you know, really leaning in the direction that they're going to deal fields maybe as early as next week when we get the, you know, when the ability to start start making moves uh, is there or, or at, it might happen at the combine. We'll see. Um, and that they'll take Caleb Williams. Do you agree with that? Do you think, I mean, like right now, is the best odds Washington's going to be there too with the choice of May and Daniels? Yeah, I mean, it would be surprising for sure at this point if Caleb Williams is uh, there at two. I, I do think that for Williams, this, you know, we, we focus on the combine and 40 times and things like that. But really the interviews, I, I think, are as big of a deal, along with the medical stuff, is as big of a deal for any. The scouts have been on these guys for, you know, months and years. So now it's a matter of the people like, you know, a Josh Harris or the new head coach who's not, you know, Dan Quinn wasn't really paying, you know, he's, that's not his job during the season. So they got to get to know these people. And with Williams, obviously there was, you know, some interesting uh, moments this year where you're like, huh, what's going on there with his, uh, 
you know, who he is and all that. But I think that that would be to me the only way he doesn't fall out of one is if somehow he just bombs the interview cycles. Uh, and then, yeah, you're looking at Jaden Daniels, Drake May. I do think J.J. McCarthy moving into the top conversation is not uh, impossible. But for now, May and Daniels, that's the way it, it looks for sure. By the way, mentioning J.J. McCarthy, it is interesting that a lot of people believe that NFL people will fall in love if they haven't already with J.J. McCarthy, which for me, I don't get it. Now, there's so much we don't know about him, all of the intangible stuff. Um, He played in an offense that didn't necessarily require him to be great as a thrower. He threw eight passes in their win over Penn State uh, this year, eight. I'm not saying he completed eight. He threw eight passes in total. Uh, I think over the, what was it, the last quarter and a half, Denton, they didn't throw the ball one time um, in that game. Um, what are you What are you hearing, what do you sense about J.J. McCarthy and the possibility that he makes the big move up? Yeah, no, look, it's definitely weird. I mean, Clearly, you know, I, I, I remember once hearing you and uh, Scott Van Pelt talk about, like, I, you're not understanding the J.J. McCarthy hype. And, you know, I, I didn't watch, I didn't watch college, as much college football as you and, and Denton. But, like, you know, Michigan was on all the time and obviously was paying attention because they were number one. Um, I kind of was there. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not seeing this. But the, what, I guess what I've heard from some people is it's just what Michigan was choosing to do to win. They weren't they weren't showcasing the quarterback. They were just doing what they had to do to win. And Michigan has you know what the most players going to the combine. Like they clearly had you know depth all over the place. They were led you know the run game, the defense. So yeah, they just didn't feature him. But yeah, people love what they. Some people I've talked to have loved what they've seen from him on tape and and so on. So I don't know. I, I you know it, here's what I would just generally say. Whatever the you know what we were talking about risers and fallers you know over the last couple months of the draft cycle, it's it's a complete fallacy. It's not really that they're rising or falling. It's that the public is catching up to where the cop where the teams probably already were, and that's the thing that I'm wondering about with McCarthy. You know, we, is everybody else just sort of behind that? Uh, you know, but I, but I don't see the Kuipers or Dane Brugler on our side or others. I don't see anybody putting McCarthy in the top three or four. So is everybody really behind, or is it just a few outliers saying they think McCarthy's all that? I, I'm definitely intrigued to see where this goes. Before we get to your specific column this morning about you know May and Daniels in particular, um, can you walk everybody through as much as you can chronologically the process moving forward? We've got a combine. What happens at the combine? I'm not talking about the physical – uh, stuff that they will be doing. I'm talking about more of the meetings and the interviews. And then, you know, there are pro days, et cetera. W- what do we have as key, you know, kind of moments here between now and the draft? So it's tricky because quarterbacks get handled very differently, right, uh, than, than, than sort of the more rank-and-file players. But just in general, yeah, the combine is coming up here. I think for teams the biggest thing is – the medical uh, information they'll get, but also starts the, the true one-on-one interview process. Now, the combine is more like speed dating. You're getting a bunch of guys for like 15 minutes at a time. You know, teams can have a half dozen or more 
uh, people in the room. So it's really just a, hey, how's it going type of conversation. The pro days and coming up down the line at the various schools, you know, that's the, you know, those can be definitely important for team, for, for players who maybe didn't get all, didn't get the combine results they were looking for athletically, uh, but also a chance to, you know, do a bit more uh, for, for the scouts. And then I think for the quarterbacks in particular, the big is going to be after that, where you start getting these top 30 visits to the individual teams. And this is where Washington would have more of a chance to meet with uh, these people, not just for 15 minutes, but like, you know, a day, maybe even two, an overnight stay, you know, get to know them, put tape on, you know, read, react, react to that. And I think that's where things when get really do, When do those top 30 visits start? Uh, I want to say it's like late March, early April, somewhere in that range. I mean, it's, <laughs> The, the notion of top 30 is just sort of whatever you just, it's not really like top 30 meaning, but you just have 30 opportunities uh, basically to bring guys in. So, right. Now, yeah, I know you know that, but yeah, but, but, but the, the combine, there is a, a time limit, right? Is it 15 minutes with a prospect? Yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing is like, you've got, it isn't just obviously, you know, for Washington, this number one pick may be pretty, you know, limited to a handful of people, but it's the whole, you know, 300 players or so. So, yeah, you, you've got to go through all these. And, you know, as much as we're focusing on these quarterbacks for Washington, the Patriots want to meet with them. And maybe the Giants or Falcons or Raiders want to trade up. So, you know, every, all these teams want their 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 time with these people. Um, it, you know, and again, I think it's probably even more important for players outside of the top, you know, 10 or 15 picks in the sense that those guys have been already scrutinized a lot, whereas other players, you know, you really start to learn – more about them down the line, but uh, yeah, this is a you know, yeah, you know, this is where the football coaches get in because they're not, they're busy during the season. They've not had any time to, uh, to to pay attention to who these prospects are. Obviously, Dan Quinn wasn't even the head coach here until uh, ten seconds ago. So this is where the, the staff gets a chance to really start to dive in both into the tape and then who these guys are. This is also coming up, and we'll get to Daniels and May in a moment. But this is also coming up the time of year where we start to get news, you know, with respect to the meetings, we'll find out who they met with. I mean, it may be interesting to find out who they met with versus who they didn't meet with, but this is also, you know, this was the time remember where there was the report that Washington had a deal in place with Jimmy Garoppolo, but then Garoppolo decided to have shoulder surgery, I think it was. So that deal fell apart, and then they got really desperate and ended up with Carson Wentz. So do you think next week from a trade standpoint, um, you know, especially as it relates to Justin Fields, do you think this will be the, the, the these will be the few days that produce some of the big news? Well, I mean, this is definitely where the rumor mill starts to, to take off. Obviously, the entire NFL – world is going to be in Indianapolis and you know this can lead to conversations right wasn't it Russell Wilson went got traded to Denver while we were at the combine and I think that really put Ron Rivera and his staff into overdrive to figure out what to do and that led to getting a few days later getting Carson Wentz so yeah I mean I I, uh you know to be honest I'm not a thousand percent sure what are some of the bigger rumors right now about possible trades in the league because I've just been so hyper-focused here. But, yeah, I mean, if there's if there's things to be done, then, yeah, this is where um, where, where some of that could, could really get going. 
And, yeah, it's kind of like in terms of the transactional part of the offseason, this is where, you know, the, the rocket ship it takes off. And we're not even mentioning, of course, like, you know, free agency starts uh, just in about, uh, what, like three weeks. So when uh, two the, three weeks, I think so, the 11th. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that obviously it's a different part of the equation with transactions, but, it, you know, sets the tone for what teams need or must do. And, and you know, so this is there's a lot to – that's going to happen here uh, pretty quickly. Um, by the way, I would I would also say when when these when we find out about these meetings, um, I'm joking when I say this. When we find out about these meetings, it'll be important to see which prospects came to Ashburn on a on a commercial air and which ones came on <laughs> private jets. Apparently, okay. that matters. Yeah, um, talking to Ben Standig. So, uh, your column from this morning titled "Commanders Could Have a Drake May Jaden Daniels Decision to Make It Number Two. You talk to various people, so give everybody kind of the big takeaway about that decision that I think they're going to have. Yeah, so in this case, the various people weren't scouts or execs. They were teammates and uh, defenders and uh, coaches and, and, and getting try to get a feel for you know that aspect of it. Because I think like, like one, like uh, Tez Walker, who's a wide receiver at North Carolina, he was at the Senior Bowl, and I asked him about Drake May, and you know, he made the, the sort of the obvious point. Look, everybody knows what he can do physically, right? You can just turn on the tape and see that. The question is, what about the rest of the stuff? And he's like, and he, and Walker had played against Drake May going back to high school when Drake May was a freshman, and said that you know you could see even then he was you know he was the best player on the team. He was a natural leader, and you know th- that you know you can just see how guys in the locker room gravitate uh, towards him. And when I talked to uh, a defensive lineman uh, on LSU about Jaden Daniels. What was it like watching this year? He's like, look, I mean, it was, you know, we all knew he had high skill set, but, you know, it hadn't completely translated before. His career high in touchdown passes going into last year was 17. He, this year he went through for 40, and that's not even factoring in all the all the rushing that he did. But he said that, the the, the you know, everybody's like, what, what is it about Jaden Daniels that made him – have his rise this year and he and uh, Jordan Jefferson, the defensive lineman was like, to me, it's his composure. It's the way he handled himself. He, you could feel that he was setting the tone every day at practice for what it was that we needed to do. And he was going to hold everybody to that standard in part because he was going to get to that standard himself. And they just had more of, like I said, this composure to him. He felt this year and that led to, having this dynamic year. So trying to get a feel in those ways for who, who these guys are behind the helmet off the field. Cause I mean, as you know, again, as much as we talk about, can they make these throws? Can they, you know, be a dual threat that position, the leadership component is automatically comes with it, whether you want to accept it or not as a player. So you've got to have that. And that's, again, I think one of those things that people with teams need to figure out what, what are they getting here? Is it the guy with a strong arm or, but, is a crappy, uh, you know, leader. People aren't going to want to be, you know, be around him. He's going to be selfish. Like, what's the deal? Now, obviously, everybody is saying the nice things about their teammates and this, that, and the other. But in general, though, you get that feel for what, what you're getting behind uh, more than just simply a guy who can run a four-four-four or throw the ball seventy yards in the air. And that was sort of, for me, sort of the the, the point for this. So um, when. Quinn was announced as the head coach. There was this 
uh, point in that press conference, we actually played this, and I know you wrote about it too uh, in your column, where you know Quinn was asked kind of about the quarterback, and Peters answered the question by saying, you know, essentially, um, we just got started. We haven't had any discussions as a staff about quarterback, and you write, you know, quote, there's no chance that that was true, of course. Uh, close quote, which I completely agree with. Of course they've been talking about quarterback. You know, this idea that they were so focused on getting a coaching staff hired and and you're, you're going to tell me that with Cliff Kingsbury, quarterback never came up, Caleb Williams never come, come up, came up. But I don't have a problem with them deflecting and not, you know, d- disseminating anything that might be, you know, uh, in their minds, um, a competitive advantage gained from somebody hearing it. However, with that said, um, what the process for them, they're obviously knee deep into their own roster and looking at these quarterbacks at the combine next week, who ends up going, who ends up doing these interviews? Who's the key figures for the organization next week, uh, in Indy. Right. Well now, you know, they've got their staff intact and, you know, at a minimum, you know, Adam Peters, obviously, Dan Quinn, you know, will be there. I, I would, I, I assume uh, Lance Newmark, the new assistant GM. Uh, I would imagine Martin Mayhew will will be there. Of course, Cliff Kingsbury, and you know, there, you know, the, there's different components, right? Like the position coaches will be there as well, but that can be more about you know watching some of the uh, various workouts, or you know, they may like you know if they're talking to an offensive lineman, maybe they're bringing in. Uh, you know, the, the new offensive line coach, or if it's a, 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 a linebacker, Ken Norton Jr., the new linebacker coach, is, is, in, is in that conversation more. But, yeah, it, it should be those people. I, I will be curious if Josh Harris is there. That, that, that's something I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, look, this is his first experience. So to some degree, I would imagine he might be like, hey, let me, you know, let me see. I, I want to know what, what is happening here. Uh, so he could be there as well. I don't know that. For a fact, um, but yeah, I mean, and, and look, this is the thing I think that gets everybody's you know really pumped up about Peters, and you know I know it's a little little more a little more muted on Dan Quinn, but generally speaking, positive. This is all brand new. This is the first. I mean, Adam Peters has done the combine a hundred times, but this is the first time he's leading the he's leading the room. This is the first time he's doing is going to be in this room with Dan Quinn. They got to get on the same page when it comes to just you know even the questions that they're asking. Uh, these guys, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, same thing. You know, he's obviously been in this room as a former head coach. Now he's going to do it on, as this new role as, as the coordinator and so on. So, you know, it is a lot of, they, they've got to figure out how to be cohesive pretty quickly across the board. And, and that's, what's going to make these interviews, I think separately interesting beyond learning the prospects of how do they work as a group? Yeah. I think next week is going to be, and you know, through the weekend, the quarterbacks actually, the um, schedule has running backs, quarterbacks, and wide receivers on Saturday, March 2nd. Uh, so it starts Thursday with D-linemen, linebackers, Fridays, de- defensive backs, tight ends, and then the quarterbacks go on Saturday. O-line goes on Sunday. It, it's it's going to be like I, I never, you know, anticipate this thing. It's never a big deal on my – you know, list. I'll tune in occasionally, and I'll certainly follow the news that comes out of it. But I think this is going to be one where people will be tuned in. 
with with all of the quarterback prospects that are in this draft. Right now, that said, I mean, I have not heard a lot of. The, I, I I I don't know. I would bet good money like Caleb Williams does not throw. I, I would be. I don't know right. that any of you guys are going to throw. They may do it at their own pro day. They may do it if they have an individual meeting with a team. But I, I would be surprised if they do that. You know, will they do some of the other components, run the forty or or, or lift? You know, we'll see. But by the way, another interesting component to this combine week, uh, coaches and GMs typically give press conferences, and Adam Peters is expected to give right. a, a press conference. And we have not heard from him in this. Like, you know, we obviously did the introductory thing, and, you know, that's all, you know, sort of kid gloves to a certain extent across the board. But now, like, it's not just he'll, he'll do it at a podium where it isn't just the local media. It's everybody who's at, who's there gets to ask him questions about whatever it is that they want. So, it, it, just as, you know, what, whatever he says, it'll be the first chance to really see him in this setting at the mic. How does he present himself? How does he handle whatever questions might be coming at right. him? What's his, his speaking style? I think all that is going to be interesting. Again, same with Dan Quinn, but he's already you know done this before as a head coach. Yeah, no, good point. And um, we would we you know this is where you know Martin Mayhew told us recently that basically you know he called all 31 teams about quarterback this was famously when uh, Scott McLuhan was a no show during the Indy Combine and they tried to explain uh it away uh the whole there next week's going to be for the, for the team holding the number two pick in the draft, next week is going to be a more interesting week than typical for the Indy Combine. Thanks, as always. I'll talk to you later. Absolutely, man. See you. Sam Fortier next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 